everybody. Welcome back to Rise and Shine, a show looking at life through the perspective of four Asian American teens living in the Pacific Northwest. I'm Grace. And I'm Sophie. And today it's just going to be the two of us. Um, Ava and Lauren are going to sit this one out, which is totally fine by us because we have a fun topic planned out. Uh, a topic that we both like to talk about quite yeah, a bit. Very much. Yeah, it's going to be relationships. And we're not just going to talk about boys, don't worry. We're going to talk about family relationships, friend relationships, and yeah, we're going to talk about boys. <laughs> Come on. We're teen girls, and our niche is kind of the fact that our show is a sleepover style show where we like to gossip, talk about things, whether it's something really, really surface level, such as K dramas and K pop, all the way down to really deep topics. So like today boys. we're going <laughs> to. Okay. I'm not sure boys is a deep topic. I'd say it's kind of like the middle. Yeah. So we're going to dive right into the middle today um i don't know where do you want to start i feel like a lot of people won't take this too seriously because we are 15 Mm -hmm. and we can't really give valid relationship advice but i feel like we do have some pockets of wisdom to share from our experiences so i guess Mm -hmm. we could start there so why don't we start with friends yeah everybody's got friends exactly well (laughs) i'm kidding i'm kidding (laughs) uh yeah um Friends, that's kind of a hard one, but it's a good one to start on. Mm -hmm. I think while we're growing up or as we're growing up, we often just become friends with whoever. So just the person you're sitting next to in a class or somebody you see a lot, maybe you play a sport, so it's a teammate. Friends are people that you see often, which is how those connections form. But for me, that was always different because I didn't see my friends often because I moved a lot. And um, yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's pretty much it. I moved a lot. I moved like almost every year. So for me, friendships, it's kind of become a really special thing because I know how valuable it is. Um, I think my first memory ever was in kindergarten. Yeah, I don't remember preschool at all. Nope. I think kindergarten, there was this girl named Jessica that I was friends with. But actually, we stopped becoming friends, or we stopped being friends because of a boy. Ooh. Yeah, so there was this guy. His name was Chase. And (laughs) he was this, like, little blonde kid. And I liked Chase. And let's be honest, Chase liked me. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Um, And it was going really well until one day, the new girl... She comes in, and she just kind of whips Chase away from me. She just kind of snatches him. So I was like, wait a minute. We were supposed to become friends. Like, we were supposed to, you know, like, we were desk partners, which is why I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to be good friends. We didn't become that great of friends because of that. So that's interesting. <laughs> that's, that's my, like, short little anecdote to start us off today. Right. Um, what's your first friend memory um i remember what do i remember well i remember making cookies with one of my friends from kindergarten and i'm still friends with her right now which is so okay so that's that's so sweet we should have started with that one honestly (laughs) you know what it is okay but um there was a period of time where her and i drifted but then we recently or not even recently like a year ago reconnected and mm-hmm. it's been really nice because I was like, oh, my God, wait, I can have old friends and new friends. 
Yeah. I don't have to just pick and choose, which I guess can be kind of tough for some people. I mean, I think we've talked about this dilemma mm-hmm. of like old friends versus new, new friends. friends. Yeah. But I just honestly, I don't see why we would have to choose because like if you're friends with somebody, then you're friends with them. It doesn't matter the length of time or mm-hmm. distance. You're still friends with them and there's exactly. still like a special connection. Yeah. I feel like as for now, we have friendships down. Mm-hmm. Like we're always trying to figure stuff out. And as teenagers, that's basically our entire brand, the confused mm-hmm. young adults. Um, but I think we've got friendships down pretty good for a couple of confused young adults. Mm-hmm. You know, it took a while. I'm going to be it, honest. It did take a while. There was a moment in time when I surrounded myself with people that I thought were my friends. Um, but they really weren't. And I thought I was happy around them, but I clearly wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I thought they liked me, but they clearly didn't. And yeah, it's like moments like those. It right. just like kind of gets you thinking and... You know, you can grow from that. You can learn from that. Mm-hmm. It's hard to tell sometimes who your real friends are and who your, I don't want to say like fake friends. That makes me sound too edgy. Yeah, fake friends. But I mean, I guess fake friends is the right term. Yeah. Have you ever had a fake friend? You know what? I don't know. You don't, you, <laughs> I really wow. don't know. So they must be a very good fake friend. Yeah. If, if you they're don't fakers, know. then they're really good fakers. But I do remember <laughs> I was friends with this one girl and she was always mean to me. But I don't know why I didn't stop being friends with her. I think it's because we rode the same bus, so it was inevitable that we were going to run into each other. So so I thought it was um, easier to just stay friends with her. But after I like found myself some real friends, I was like, oh my god, what the heck was that? Did she really just take advantage of me all this time? And now I'm just realizing that she was never actually my friend. I think friendships, it's like the number one thing that people either... Um, struggle with the most or they have like completely mastered mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah like it, it's such a big part of your life and we don't even realize it mm-hmm. I mean I think recently it's been more apparent because as life you know as you get older life gets harder and inevitably you're going to need some support mm-hmm. so it's just important to surround yourself with good people especially right now when yeah. we're growing up and we're confused and we're moody and stuff like that. So it's just, it's really about like who's going to stick with you and who you're going to stick with, kind of. Yeah. I don't know. I think also since we're teenagers, we're really vulnerable and we can easily get into things. And it can be as like um, innocent as maybe like a video game that all of your friends get addicted to. And it could be as um, big of a deal as, like, sm- smoking, for example. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why it's important to surround yourself with good people that, you know, good is very subjective. But what I mean by good is people that you genuinely vibe with and people who know your boundaries and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, if your friends are going to do one thing or if your friends are going to act a certain way, it's almost guaranteed that you're also going to do that because friends have that much influence on you. Yeah, and I know people are going to be like, just say no, just don't do it. Like, it's your own personal choice. It's a lot harder than it sounds, let's be honest here. Like, I've been in situations where they're not as bad as that. It could be something simple like climbing on the bathroom stall or something like that. (laughs) 
And this is just an example, guys. That has never happened. Definitely never happened. Nope. But I'm sitting there like, oh, I want to be cool. I want to climb this bathroom stall. <laughs> and this was... <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's really hard to say no. And I feel like people don't pay enough attention to that. Because yeah. they're just like, oh, just, just don't do it. Don't give in. That's a lot harder than it sounds. And... Friends really do have a lot of influence on you, and I've been subjected to that. I've also fallen victim to that, mm-hmm. and it's you know, not one of my best moments, but it can happen, yeah. and everybody makes mistakes. It's just important to make sure that you can avoid those if possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember in seventh grade, we had a social studies teacher, so history teacher, and she was new to the school. I'm pretty sure she transferred from a private school. So she was on the stricter side, and she definitely expected a lot from us. I'm not sure. I don't remember if IMS, Islander Middle School, we didn't have, like, honors, right? It was just all the same. Okay, so we didn't have honors either, but it felt like it was almost an advanced or honors class because she expected a lot. She gave so much homework. And I remember my class, it was second period. It was so fun. I literally had all of my friends. It was the loudest class by far. And obviously me, Grace, I just added to that. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was an insane, crazy class. And all of my friends, low-key, like, bullied the teacher they were disrespectful Mm -hmm. like let's just say that like they weren't nice to her um and I don't know how I felt about that like I knew it was wrong and as somebody who um really likes to maintain like boundaries with like my teachers and like um things like that like I like to think of myself as pretty respectful um I, I, I didn't act that way, and I regret that very much. And looking back, it was because of my friends. Like, all of my friends were like, yeah, we don't like this teacher. You know, we're going to make her life miserable. Like, I don't care what she says, blah, 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 blah. And I just kind of went along with that. And that's, mm-hmm. like, something that I regret a lot. Um, I actually only ended up staying at that school for maybe three, four months So I was not there for very long. And I remember on my last day, I handed over some papers to my teacher. She gave me um, like my grade, grade, what do you call it? Transcript. Transcript, yeah. Um, And I was saying goodbye to her. And I told her, hi, um, I just wanted to say I am really sorry that um, I treated you that way. And I also wanted to apologize on behalf of my friends We were so loud and rude in your class, and I really hope that um, even though I can't prove it to you right away, you'll trust me when I say that. I'll learn from this, and I promise from now on not to, like, hang out with people like that. Um, And I left the classroom, and I was like, wow, I really need to find some people that are on my wavelength with these things because I did something that I wasn't very proud of. Right. I mean, yeah, we've all been there. And I think that sometimes happens to me this year. Um, I've gotten more social this year. I don't know why. I don't know how, but I have. And there's this class that Grace and I have with a bunch of our friends. It's literally my favorite class, fifth period. We're not going to specify which. Yeah. (laughs) But fifth period is one of my favorite classes ever. But it's such a good class. It is. It's such a good class. It's so fun. 
But um, we get subs occasionally, and oh my god, everything goes wrong. Like, <laughs> we have this game that we play called 20 Questions, but it's, like, more advanced, and it's more focused on our topic. But mm-hmm. um, I remember one time there was a sub that came in, and she was the Spanish teacher, and she was really struggling to, you know, keep our class tamed. Yeah. And it honestly, it just did not go well. Yeah. And people were talking out of turn. People were yelling all the time. And I tried my best to just not engage. But it was funny. <laughs> and Yeah, it, it's fun. Like, once you get into it, it. It is really fun. But I just, I regret being as loud as I was that day because that was just not respectful of me. And I tried my best. But sometimes you got to try a little harder than that. Um, yeah. To make up for the other kids. And realistically there's nothing I really could have done to change that she probably had an awful time that class because we were just so disruptive but I think it's kind of a group effort like I we can't just take all the blame for that but you know we could have helped out yeah I don't know I think it just I think it's really hard to control your actions around your friends um especially when you're just having so much fun and you don't want to be the party pooper Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want to be the one person who's like, guys, oh, like, yeah, you don't want to oh ruin the fun. That's such a that's such a good point. We should definitely talk about this. But like the the fear of like ruining something for somebody else happens like a lot to me yeah. personally. It happens a lot in friendships in general. Yeah. I think. It's it's so hard, and I feel like nobody really talks about that. But mm-hmm. it's kind of like peer pressure. But you're pressuring yourself. But it's like still induced by like your friends yeah but if you're listening to this and you're like hmm i've never been a victim of peer pressure this has never happened to me my friends don't do bad things like i'm fine peer pressure isn't just drugs Mm -hmm. (laughs) like peer pressure can be something as simple as hey you know we're all hanging out you should come Mm-hmm. Like, just come and hang out with us just for tonight. You don't need to be studying for that test. Just come. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Like, come out and have fun. Um, and even though they have good intentions, like, sometimes you can fall into the trap of, you know what, they're right. Like, I don't yeah. want to be the one person who's left out. I don't want to get FOMO. I was literally about to say FOMO. Yeah. Um, peer pressure can sometimes be as small as that. Um, and it can get bigger, of course. It can definitely get bigger. That's why you gotta have friends who like know your boundaries. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to talk more about that too. Yeah, and I think going back on that point of like um, peer pressure being in different forms, I think also a lot of teenagers should probably work on their like, you know, self control, like more looking out for yourself rather than just doing things because like you feel like you should or your friends want you to. Like, I, I've fallen victim to this as well. Yeah, like, yeah. it's been, like, I don't know, Sunday night, and I have to study for a test on Monday, but my friends are hanging out, and I'm like, oh, come on. It's like, I, I can mm. avoid the studying for a bit longer, but, I you know, I really can't. Yeah. And I've, I've worked on that since then, and I'm now I'm getting pretty good at, you know, taking time when I actually need it and, you know, doing what I actually think I should be doing instead of, you know, procrastinating or anything like that. Um, which I think is really important and a skill that we should all work on, but that can obviously be really hard. Mm-hmm. That's why you got to have friends who really, really understand you 
like for example um there are cases where peer pressure isn't like peer pressure it's just like friends encouraging you like for example we have this one friend and um he didn't get a homecoming ticket so he couldn't get into the school but one of our friend's mom she was super super nice and she used her connections and she was able to get a ticket for him and we were all like just go just go just go and we were all like please come like it's gonna be so much fun and he was eventually like you know what you're right let's go and we all ended up having fun that night um and i feel like that's a little bit different from like hey you have a test to study for but you should still come and hang out Mm -hmm. it's a little different um which is why you gotta have friends who like really know and understand you right like for example if i tell sophie hey, Sophie, I really, really want to go to the mall. Um, and she's like, wait, don't you have a math quiz? She like, yeah, I do, but I really want to go shopping, Sophie. Sophie can hold me accountable. Mm-hmm. She can sit me down and be like, Grace, you're failing math. <laughs> Grace? I would not say that. <laughs> okay. But, well, you know. Sophie would be like, hey, Grace, I think you should study for your math quiz. If you really want to hang out, we can study together, but I think you should stay home. And I have a lot of friends like Sophie who can hold me accountable, who can um, kind of look out for me in a sense. And I feel like that's such an important quality to look for in a friend. Mm -hmm. Uh, You don't want somebody who's just fun all the time. Like you want someone who genuinely cares for you. Right. And that's a trait that people overlook in relationships, too, which Mm -hmm. is kind of our next topic. Right. I feel like there's a fine line between, like, stepping outside of your comfort zone every once in a while, like, for example, going to Hoko with us, um, in the case of our one friend, versus just being a little bit irresponsible and going out when you maybe shouldn't. But I think we should move on to the relationship side of this because, you know, it's important. It is important. Yeah, actually, before we move on to the relationship stuff, um, we kind of had an episode all about friendships and stuff. It's called Let's Talk Friendship and Addressing Our Problems. It's a 20-minute episode, and if you want to check that out, um, we can link that one in the description for this episode. Mm-hmm. But anyway, any last words of wisdom, something you didn't say in our last friendship episode that you kind of want to squeeze into this one? I mean, I kind of already mentioned this earlier, but like the fine line between stepping outside of your comfort zone versus just being irresponsible is something I feel like we should focus on a lot more because it is pretty relevant in our everyday lives. Like Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times I excuse, you know, somewhat irresponsible behavior, just saying like, oh, I'm getting out of my comfort zone. Like I need to be social today, but that's just not logical sometimes. Um, Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. It's really just a really fine line. And I need to work better on, like, controlling that part of me. But, um, So boundaries. Boundaries, basically. Basically what you've been saying. Mm, Yeah. That's really good. Um, A lot of people overlook that. And I think, you know, if we started kind of thinking about who we surround ourselves with, the world would be a better place. Mm-hmm. I think that's the theme of our episode. Yeah, for We've sure. We've said the word boundaries like 20 different times. Yeah. <laughs> um, my little piece of advice would be when you're hanging out with people, 
even though you can get caught up in all the fun, try to take a step back and kind of look around and think to yourself, how am I feeling right now? Do I feel happy? Do I feel energized around these people? Or do I feel like they're draining me? Do I not want to be here? Would I rather be doing something else? Mm -hmm. When you're around people, and when you're around even, let's say, like your best friend that you hang out with all the time, or your boyfriend, we'll get into that, like really take a step back to see how you're feeling around this person or around a certain group of people because don't you don't want to surround yourself with people who don't energize you. Like, for mm-hmm. example, um, for a long time, I just didn't go out that much because I thought, you know, where we lived was boring and I thought there was nothing to do. Um, until I met my group of friends now, we could literally go to the QFC. Which we did. Which many we did. Times. Yes, we do that a lot. Um, and I would still have so much fun. Like, for example, I literally developed abdominal muscles from laughing so hard. For real. <laughs> literally. I think we can both relate on that one. Yeah, like, I just have so much fun. It doesn't matter what we're doing or, you know, what activity. Like, I just have so much fun. And I think everybody should always check in with themselves to see if they feel the same around the people that they're with a lot. Anyway, that was kind of our wrap-up for that long friendship um, segment of this episode. We're going to get into relationships. And this segment is going to be a little bit shorter, only because we obviously are 15 years old. And we don't have relationship experience like we have friendship experience. So mm-hmm. what can you what can you say about <laughs> boys right now, Sophie? Boys and girls. Yeah, I mean, in my case, boys and girls. But um, honestly, in high school, I feel like there's a lot of pressure to like be in a relationship. And I think I'd fallen victim to that at one point where I just would crush on literally anybody that talk to me which is so embarrassing (laughs) I've gotten over that but it had been like a really long time since I actually had like a genuine like crush like the ones that I had in elementary school where I just like really liked this one Mm -hmm. person for whatever reason wait let's I want to hear about the elementary school crushes let's start off small (laughs) I mean I've got quite a complicated story but I remember in kindergarten I liked one kid, but then I was like, oh, I don't want people to know. So I pretended to have a crush on another kid who happened to be his best friend. Oh, my God. And then uh, around first grade, I realized, oh, my God, wait, do I like this kid instead? So then the cover crush became my actual crush. But then I was like, no, I'm being I'm being desperate right now. I don't like the cover crush. I like the crush crush. And then I realized, oh, my God, I don't like either of them. Oh, my goodness gracious. I know. It was it was insane. It was crazy. Um, but then in like sixth grade, um, you know, I got, things got a little heated. I got a bigger crush on one kid and this one actually stuck for quite a while. Mm. Um, and then. Oh yes, it did. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. And then I kind of just, I was kind of just cruising from there. I hadn't had any crushes in like a really long time, like real crushes. Um, like, you know, like I said, the elementary school type, um, Yeah, so I just rolled into high school, just real chill, not really knowing what to expect, not really wanting a relationship because, you know, we're busy Mm -hmm. and relationships can take up a lot of time. Um, But obviously things are changing and I'm meeting new people 
and I feel differently now, which is pretty interesting. Mm. Because I talked to Grace about this like two months ago, and she was like, where do you see yourself? And I'm like, "Mm, single mom. Yeah, no, literally. (laughs) Sophie and I were walking down the street, and she was like, Grace, I want to be honest with you. I'm not ready to date, and I don't think I'll ever be ready. I mean, I just don't see myself with anybody, ever. Mm -hmm. Fast forward two months. (laughs) Sophie, please elaborate. (laughs) My parents are going to listen to this. How do I start? Well, now I've I've met new people. I like, mm, there was a kid that I knew in seventh grade and uh, I didn't really talk to him since seventh grade. And then fast forward to today, like, you know, this year, I started talking to this kid again. And I'm like, oh my God, wait, this is really nice. Mm, Yeah. So, you know, things change and it was really, really unexpected because I genuinely did not see myself doing anything of that sort yeah, yeah. through my whole high school, college, whatever, career, um, just because I thought I had better things to do. But, you know, sometimes uh, these things can become important. Yeah, it was unexpected. But as somebody who is really close with Sophie, um, it's really surprising uh, to me when I see people have really good chemistry with Sophie because I'm like, hey, wait a minute, that's my thing. <laughs> like... Come on, Sophie's a unique character, and she only gets along with other unique people, like me. But then this kid (laughs) rolled around, and he happens to match Sophie's energy extremely well. And when we talk about, you know, traits we look for in significant others and stuff like that, we can get more into this topic of, like, matching energy. But for now, all I'll say is I think Sophie has just, like, grown a lot. I don't know. She kind of went from, like oh my god, like, I'm crushing on people to, like, now, she's like, yeah, I'm chill, I'm rolling with whatever, whatever happens, happens, and I think it's really cool to see that, like, character arc (laughs) of her just, like, maturing and realizing that she shouldn't settle for less, Mm -hmm. um, she shouldn't, like, chase things too much, she never did that, but now more than ever, she's just, like, sitting back and relaxing, letting things come to her, and, this really really cool person came to her so I love that for her no it was it's kind of interesting because I'm the kind of person I don't really feel good about myself all the time I kind of have low self-esteem um and so I was always sitting here thinking like "Mm, I don't think anybody's ever gonna really like me like there's no reason that would happen and then this kid rolls around and all of a sudden he's just he's so nice to me and I'm like, what did I do to deserve this? Oh. And I'm still thinking about that because every time he says something nice to me, I'm all like, I literally did nothing to deserve this. Yeah, no. All um, I'm doing is sitting here just minding my own business. <laughs> and this yeah. happens. And I'm like, I don't know. It's just it's just really weird because I never thought that I was like worthy of receiving this kind of affection. Oh. And so it just it really changed me when I realized, oh, my God, wait. People can actually like me for who I am, no matter what I do. And I think that's something really cool to think about. Yeah, no, definitely. I think he treats you well. And we'll just see where it goes. Mm -hmm. We'll do a little check-in, maybe, um, (laughs) at the end of the year. Uh, But yeah, that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good, healthy um, relationship with crushes you got Mm -hmm. there. 
it's a little different for me. Um, Ooh. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's. Okay. How about we don't get too deep into this, only because we're putting this on the internet, and literally mm-hmm. anybody can listen to this anytime, and that yep. is terrifying. So it definitely is. We're gonna keep some things private. A lot of things private. <laughs> we're gonna keep a lot of things private. Um, but I actually will talk about this one crush. Okay, I feel like we're having a gossip session right now. <laughs> we definitely are. Okay, yeah. Um, but anyway, let's get into it. So I think the summer of 2016. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was in June. It was the end of June. And my family and I, we were in Idaho because my dad had a conference there. So while my dad is working making the bread for the family of course um my mom my sister and i we met up with one of our old family friends um who still lived in idaho and we hadn't seen them for a very long time because while we were in idaho they moved to korea and then we moved to oregon and they moved back and we were finally able to see them after like five or more years And yeah, when I first saw this kid, I was like, oh my gosh, he's so cute. And the entire time we were hanging out, we went out for lunch and then ice cream afterwards. It was um, really awkward and I didn't talk to him. I was literally going into, what was it? Yeah, I was going into seventh grade. Like, what is like 12 year old me gonna do? Like make moves? Like, no, literally. And I remember when we actually got to the ice cream place. The ice cream place was Cold Stone Creamery. Is that Ooh. what it's called? Yes. That yeah. Is what okay. It's called. Cold Stone Creamery um, brings back memories. <laughs> um, we got to the ice cream place, and there was this moment when he and I just started talking, and his older sister was there, and my younger sister was there, so it wasn't too awkward, but we just started joking around. And two, three minutes into our conversation, we were, like, laughing so much, and we um, developed an inside joke. And unfortunately, that cute moment happened, like, not even ten minutes before we left. So, just for the end of the part when we were meeting, that was, like, the best part. And we got each other's numbers, we got each other's social medias, and from there, we just talked a lot. And I don't really remember, like, where it went after that. Um, Let's see, that was before seventh grade. Okay, so during seventh grade, I think I talked to him a lot. And we didn't talk for a while. And then in the beginning of eighth grade, we started talking a lot on a different social media app. Uh, It was Snapchat. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I think, like, we just talked so much and i really really liked his personality unfortunately i haven't seen him since then since that one time at that ice cream place i haven't seen him but i think that's like such a nice little crush to have um yeah yeah i hope he's doing well he's definitely not listening to this but in the future he might be so we'll see yeah i mean there's something so like cute and innocent about like crushes who maybe don't like you back sometimes sometimes they do Mm -hmm. um but there's something so innocent and cute about it and honestly 
sometimes it's good when your crush doesn't like you back because then you can look back and realize oh my god wait not the one yeah exactly he's not who i thought he was and that's mm-hmm. happened to me a couple times it is difficult sometimes if your crush you know likes someone else or doesn't just doesn't like you but yeah sophie's <laughs> saying all of this because he didn't like me and he doesn't <laughs> like me that's why she's saying this um but i hope my story my cute little story can be a comfort to some people who Mm -hmm. might be kind of experiencing the same thing when you get to know somebody and you just click really well but to them it's a friend way Mm -hmm. and you know sometimes it's not always a bad thing you can look back on it and it can be like a really cute fun moment and I've had my fair share of those I know Grace has too but Mm -hmm. yeah there's something really cute about that and I don't think I don't think we're mad about it either. Yeah, no, it's such a cute little story. Mm -hmm. And it was definitely a fun experience for me to step outside of my shell. And I don't know, talk to somebody new. I was shyer back then. So this was like a new territory for me. Um, But yeah, like looking back on it, it's such a cute little crush. Mm -hmm. Very cute. I think now it's a little bit different Uh, for me. I have a really specific kind of person that I know I vibe with. Like somebody who's really ambitious and really hardworking, but can also like joke at the same time. And those are all like I have tons and tons of traits that I want my future person to have. Mm-hmm. But I think the most important thing for me is somebody who really understands how busy. I am like even like Sophie is the perfect example of somebody who had to learn mm-hmm. uh, what kind of person I am. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, because I'm really bad at replying and I'm not very consistent with my communication. Um, and yeah, like I'm kind of a lone wolf. Like I'm so edgy. No, <laughs> no um. she's different. And it was hard to adjust to. But now I'm so used to it. Like people are like, oh, my God, Grace isn't responding to me. And I'm like, guys. That's literally what she does. Are you crazy? <laughs> oh gosh. Like it's it's true and like I don't know. It's just it's just who she is. <laughs> yeah, so it would be ideal if my future person was understanding of like, oh, she's busy right now. Like she can't hang out. She can't really reply to me. Um but yeah, I think my mindset has changed a lot only because I'm in a moment of time. Really? (laughs) Where all of my friends, um, my beautiful, funny, 10 out of 10 personality friends are now finding guys that they're into. And obviously, those guys are lucky that my friends are into that. (laughs) Um, And yeah, now my friends have like, some of them have boyfriends and some of them just have like a kind of person that they're talking to. Mm -hmm. And I feel at peace with that. I don't Mm -hmm. feel like I need somebody, um, and I'm just really satisfied with every aspect of my life right now, um, and it might sound really dumb because I'm literally so young. Making this episode is making me realize, like, how young we are, um, but you're right. A lot of people are pressured into relationships. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a couple things I also want to add. Um, when I was younger, I always heard the phrase like, you can't love somebody until you love yourself, blah, blah, blah. Ooh, and I was all like, good one, good I one. Like, I was like, no, that's that's like 
And I was like, no way. That's total bull crap. Like, <laughs> that is not true. If somebody loves me, like, what's the problem? But like I kind of mentioned earlier, I'm the type who doesn't think very highly of myself. And it's made me realize, like, I really should think highly of myself and I should keep my standards high. And I think I finally somewhat understand the phrase. Obviously, I'm not in love. I won't be for a while. But I kind of understand what they mean. Like, Mm -hmm. you need to love yourself so that you only get the best for yourself. You don't set yourself aside for somebody else. You don't lower your standards. Like, you just, you keep going with what you believe in and what you know you want and you don't sacrifice that for anyone because you know if you love yourself that much then you're willing to go through like many lengths to ensure that you are happy as opposed to somebody else Mm -hmm. and I think that's so important because I've finally started realizing what that means because I'm sitting here like why is this kid so nice to me like nobody has ever talked about me this way no one has ever liked me like this like, I I don't deserve this, and then I'm sitting here like, wait, I do deserve this. Like, I should love myself enough to understand why somebody else would. And obviously, I'm young, not in love, but it's a similar idea. And it was really interesting for me to finally have that click in my head just like a couple days ago. But yeah, it can be really hard when somebody does like you, and you just can't understand why, and you're beating yourself up. You're like, I don't deserve this. I don't deserve this. But you really do. And you have to realize that in order for there to be some sort of relationship connection. And it took me so long to realize that. Um, But meeting the right people, right person has kind of made me realize. For sure. For sure. And that doesn't just apply to like romantic relationships, Mm -hmm. like friendships, relationships with your family members, like We should touch on love languages because that Mm -hmm. kind of relates to this. I mean, everybody has different ways of expressing love and everybody feels um, loved in different ways, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, The five love languages are physical touch, words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, and acts of service. Did I already say that? No. No. Okay. Yeah. So acts of service. (laughs) Oh, that's a... Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. my love languages okay let's start with you let me Me? let me think let me think of that one yeah um mine is quality time I'm Mm. not a big fan of physical touch but I've learned to adapt because as I'm getting older and I'm meeting people that I actually really like I've noticed oh my god these people are affectionate with like physical connection and physical touch and so I've kind of adapted and I've realized like wow, sometimes I really do need a good hug. Mm -hmm. And recently I've been more open to like hugs and like shaking hands, hands. (laughs) holding arms (laughs) and like small little shows of affection with physical touch because I think it's really special and I think it's really cool that I've never gotten to experience that because I've been so closed off and like unwilling to experience that. But like when I took a step back, I was like, wait, I can see why this is a thing. Yeah, no, I've definitely seen Sophie, like, grow a lot. I remember in eighth grade, she kind of always, like, kept to herself physically. And I remember when she and I first started hanging out in person one-on-one. Um, it's interesting because we became friends over uh, the pandemic, mm-hmm. the start of the pandemic. So... We didn't really get to hang out in person for a long time. Um, But when we did, we slowly, like, built it up. 
Mm-hmm. We like started off with handshakes and stuff, and <laughs> I'm a very touchy physical. It's true. Person, you definitely so, are. <laughs> um, I obviously respected her boundaries, but we started off small, mm-hmm. and just today before we decided to come into the studio and record this we were outside and sophie was like hug bring it in and i was like (laughs) caught off guard like i sat my bag down i sat my like jacket down and i was like i've been preparing for this my entire life yeah i i mean yeah it is really interesting because um you always respected my boundaries and i always respected yours do you even have Mm -hmm. boundaries i don't even (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, it's really interesting because I was outside and I was hugging one of my other friends and I was like, you know, I've never really like hugged like this. This is so fun. Like I never realized that hugs are so nice because I always felt stupid hugging people. I was like, this is dumb. And she asked me, do you feel smart now? (laughs) And I was like, yes, I definitely do. But it's been really interesting because I've never been a fan of physical touch. No, love languages can definitely change over Mm -hmm. time. So you feel like you are loved when you spend quality time with somebody Mm -hmm. is that what i'm getting yeah okay so i thought initially for sophie that it was either quality time or words of affirmation oh that's another big one yeah that's what i thought yeah for you um but quality time for sophie is definitely like it's a Mm no-brainer because we literally spent so much time together like when we were both free and we had nothing to do we were always doing something. Every single day. With each other. Like, we <laughs> never took breaks. Never. And we didn't need them. Or exactly. at least I didn't. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, I didn't, I didn't need them either. Trust me. Yeah, because quality time is what, like, energizes me. And it was just, yeah, it was so yeah. nice. No, I definitely, I definitely see that. So how do you express love to others? I think quality time and maybe words of affirmation. So basically my love language is reciprocated but also i'd say physical touch because a lot of my friends are really touchy and so, <laughs> so i've realized well i mean i love these people i love them a lot mm-hmm. so i'm gonna you know go outside of my comfort zone to make sure that they know that i do love them which i think is mm-hmm. really important in yeah. any kind of relationship yeah no i definitely see that i think like quality time helps you bond with a person and Sophie, she used to be very introverted. Now it's very different. But just hearing stories about how she used to be introverted versus now, like I definitely see how quality time with people can help you kind of like branch out more mm-hmm. because you start to feel more comfortable. Yeah. I definitely see that. Yeah. Can you guess my love languages? Like what makes me feel the most loved? And then I'll reveal them. Got it. <laughs> Maybe words of affirmation and gifts is what I'm thinking. Mm, mm, yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. I think it's words of affirmation mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I don't know. Like the other night I was like, I had like 50 things on my to-do list. I was grinding it out. Um, I had so much to do. Um, I was, like, cooking, studying, listening to a podcast all at the same time. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know, I'm always kind of, like, a go, go, go kind of person. So when somebody, like, sits me down and they say something, like, hey, are you okay? I'm like, I love you. (laughs) Um, So the other night, Sophie was like, okay, I'm going to go to bed. Good night. Love you. And I was like, you love me? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's it's so funny because I remember one time Grace was having a hard time about something Mm 
And I remember saying something like, I'm always proud of you. And she was like, that is all I needed. (laughs) (laughs) No, literally, yeah. Words of affirmation, something about that just feels so good. I agree. Because I'm, like like I said, a very busy, like, on-the-go person. So um, I don't really have room to spend too much quality time with people. Like, I've learned to appreciate people in that moment. Also, because I've moved a lot. So I would hang out with, like, my friends for, like, five months. And then it's like, bye. <laughs> so it's not, it was, it's not quality time like you. But definitely I've learned that quality time is important from mm-hmm. you. Um, but words of affirmation, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think everybody deserves a couple words of affirmation. Yeah, no, for sure. It, it feels good. It does feel good. You also have to give yourself words of affirmation. I've seen stuff on TikToks where it's like, say these things to yourself in the mirror. And there's one song going around. It goes, I am... <laughs> I'm just going to say it. I am woman. I'm sexy. I'm divine. And it just keeps going. And I've seen a lot of women like empowering themselves with that. And I think that is really cool. Yeah. And so I, I do try and talk myself up a bit. Especially when I'm feeling insecure about, like, whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, my God, I don't deserve love. I don't deserve affection. I don't deserve what I have. I have to take a step back and go, yes, I do. Yeah, no. Of course I do. Like, talking to yourself or telling yourself things, it's it's healthy Mm -hmm. to sometimes just look in the mirror and be like, you know what? I'm going to have a good day today. I do that literally every morning. Exactly. Because, like, honestly, at this point, I'm going to do whatever I can to make myself have a good time. Because sometimes it's really hard. Yeah, you got to try everything. And yeah. trust me, it works. It does work. Like telling yourself, like, you know what? I got this. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm proud of myself. It has so much of an effect mm-hmm. on the way you act and on the way you think. Mm-hmm. I mean, the way you present yourself is a big part of it. And mm-hmm. sometimes that means presenting yourself to yourself. And I, I do think it's really cool. There's like something really simple in the morning. Like, you know, what? I got this. Today's going to be a really good day. I got this. I got this. I got this. It can it can make a difference. Um, can you guess my love language to others? So how I express love to others? I think gifts and physical touch. Yeah, nailed yep. it. Nailed mm-hmm. it. Yeah, <laughs> I've experienced this firsthand. Grace is definitely the type to just give me a ton of gifts, and I appreciate every single one of them. Because, I mean, right now I'm wearing the earrings that she got me, and I'll come home. My dad's like, where'd you get those earrings from? And I'm like, Grace. Where'd you get that necklace? Mm, Grace. Where'd you get those socks? Grace. Grace does show a lot of affection through gifts. It's like her thing. And I think everybody who knows her knows that because she's really generous with what she gives and she doesn't really seem to care about what she gives herself. Like you could be like, Grace, that lip balm looks so good on you. Oh, here, take it. Take it. You can have it. And, you know, it's really nice. I got to say, I do love gifts. No, you know what? It works. It does you work. like gifts and I love giving gifts. Mm-hmm. I love giving gifts to Sophie because her reaction is just so nice. Like, I don't know. I remember one time, actually, I think it was like two, three times <laughs> I showed up with flowers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And every single time she makes the same surprised face. Like, every you know, time. you know, like those viral clips of people when they like win a game show. Yeah. The shock and excitement on their faces, that's literally Sophie's face every single time. It's true. I always do the same thing and I'm like, Grace, are these for are these for me? Yeah. And it's happened so many times, but it never it never goes away, oh, that feeling yeah. that I get. Cause I just I really treasure everything that I get from Grace. 
Right now, I'm literally wearing the earrings she got me, the claw clip she got me, the color she said looks good on me. <laughs> like, I'll take whatever I can get, and it, it's a really good relationship. <laughs> I still have, like, three sets of flowers in my house that are all from Grace. Three sets of flowers, just like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It just... It just makes me feel good when I can give my friends something that I know that they can actually use. It's not just like some gift card or, you know, something that they'll never open. <laughs> like, I, no, I like cards. Don't get me wrong. But I love giving my friends things that they can use in their daily lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and I appreciate it. Like, whenever I see it, like, mm-hmm. I um, sit next to Sophie on the bus most mornings sometimes she's not there sometimes, sometimes you're not there yeah it, it really depends um but I sit next to her and she like gets on the bus she's like time to put in my earrings <laughs> and she like pulls out like a pair of earrings I got her and I'm like you still wear those and Sophie's like yeah they're my favorite and I'm like wait a minute I thought the other pair was your favorite <laughs> and it's like another pair that I got her yeah. no like she like definitely um uses my gifts and it it just makes me feel so good because it's like oh you like really appreciate it and i know that because she takes such good care of it it just makes me want to give her more so that's like kind of my relationship (laughs) with like spoiling sophie yeah it's really funny because i'll get on the bus and i'm like grace guess which earrings these are (laughs) did you see my earrings yeah did you see my hair clip today did you see the ring i'm wearing it's just, it's so fun, and I really appreciate that about Grace. One, because I love stuff. <laughs> Two, because I love Grace. <laughs> In that exact order. Yeah, no, literally, it, it, it's really fun. Um, but like you said, physical touch is definitely another one. Mm-hmm. Grace my loves hugs. I, I do love hugs. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a very huggy person. It's true. Yeah. And every time that I give her the opportunity to hug me, she pounces on it, yeah, and she takes it, yeah, like today, yeah, um, it's really interesting to see how our love languages have kind of changed. I feel like they will the next time we do a little check in, they might be different, they might be mm-hmm. the same, but you never know, yeah, mine are rapidly changing, and I'm sure yours are too. It's pretty interesting, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it all is about really the people. interesting, yeah, because we we've done this before, I think. Over the summer in June, we took a love language quiz, mm-hmm. and you got, like, 2% fit. No. Did you get, like, 2% physical touch or something like that? Like, yeah. you got such a low number. It was really low. Yeah. yeah. And now you're saying that it could be one of your main love languages. Like, mm-hmm. it just goes to show how much you can change. Yeah. I think it's really cool and special. Mm-hmm. It really is. And it's really cool that, like, over time... I've kind of adapted to Sophie's, and she's kind of adapted to mine. Mm-hmm. So we're, like, matching each other now. Yeah. I mean, a lot of time together will do that to you. And we have had a lot of time together. We definitely have. Um, but, yeah, I feel like it's important to find somebody, like a potential partner, who doesn't share the same love languages as you, because that can kind of get boring. Mm-hmm. But somebody who understands your love languages Mm-hmm. Because then, you know, they'll know what to do. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll give you a hug. Maybe they'll give you um, a car. I, I don't know. <laughs> I can't think of any good gifts. You know, maybe they'll um, <laughs> say something nice to you. Maybe. <laughs> Talking from experience. <clears throat> yeah, like if you like words of affirmation, 
they can give you a compliment. If you like quality time, you guys can watch a show together. Mm-hmm. If they like gifts, you can get them <laughs> Lots a boat. Of gifts. Yeah, there's a lot that you can do, and it can be really simple. This is a hint, by the way, to anybody <laughs> listening. Um, no, because Sophie mentioned she likes gifts, and you know I can't be the only one in her life spoiling her. So she really likes Range Rovers. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I really like when people are nice to me, but yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that works too. too. But it can be really simple, and it's really easy. To really like is, reassure yeah. people, and sometimes I don't even know that I need reassurance until I've gotten it. Mm, like I could yeah. be like, "Oh my God, why are you so nice to me?" Like I just sit here and live my life. Like why are you so nice to me? And it could be something like, "But you make me laugh and you make me smile," and sometimes that's enough. Yeah, you don't. By the way, need Sophie's to. literally quoting something that. That happened that, recently. That happened recently. No, when that happened, I genuinely thought I was gonna pee my pants or cry. <laughs> Either one. Hee <laughs> hee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's really nice. Yeah, because sometimes I don't even realize that yeah. I need that. And yeah. yeah, it's really interesting that I'm finally realizing, like, that is really nice. Mm-hmm. That's a very kind thing to do. Mm-hmm. And I feel good about myself now. Yeah, after we record, um, we might hang out with our friends later. And if Sophie's person comes, maybe we can have this conversation with them. You know, what are your love languages? And some people might be like, whoa, that's so weird. Love? We're so young. But I think it's important to talk about these things at whatever age because, you know, it doesn't just have to be romantic love. It can be like platonic friendships. Mm -hmm. It can be relationships with your family. Mm -hmm. Um, And I mentioned that we were going to talk about friends, relationships, and family relationships in this episode, but I think we could save family for a different time. Yeah, we've we talked a lot this episode. Yeah, we covered a lot, and it was honestly really fun. It was really fun. I think it's nice to just like step back and appreciate what you have, and that's definitely what we did today. Um, I really like talking about myself, and <laughs> I like talking about the people that are you know around me. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this was yeah. a really refreshing episode. Yeah. Um, Not only did we give our advice, but we were um, allowed to kind of reflect on our relationships. And this is honestly an appreciation episode Mm -hmm. for all of our close friends, Mm -hmm. um, all of the people who are a little bit more than friends. (laughs) And Um, each other. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, But yeah, if you want to see more episodes like these, just let us know. You can literally email us. It's... Mm -hmm. At Rice and Shine. Well, there's no at. There is no at. Yeah. It's Rice and Shine Pod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. If you really like this episode, or maybe you didn't, you can tell us, uh, just shoot us an email and we'll mm-hmm. respond. Or an Instagram DM. We do have an Instagram. We do have an Instagram. It's, it's Rice and Shine Podcast on Instagram. Yeah. And we will start posting content soon. Uh, we promise mm-hmm. we'll become more active. Um, but yeah, we are on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and we're also on the radio, so tune in to 88.9 The Bridge. Uh, we get on Sundays at, at 9, 9 a.m. Yeah. So yeah, we are literally on every platform, and we are so, so, so grateful to be doing this. We have hit over 2,100 downloads. Oh yeah. And literally, like, last not last week, like two weeks ago, we just hit 2,000 downloads. Mm-hmm. Like It's we're, been crazy. Yeah, no, we're growing so fast, and it's all thanks to you guys. So we definitely appreciate 
um, the fact that we can talk on a platform like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye.